This is Off the Record with Big C and Slim Nick. Well, actually, Shaggy, on episode 16 of Off the Record, which we've managed to amass to so far, it's, it's Big C and Rebel Radio DJ Style. Slim That's Style. Me. That's him. Uh, as sadly, Slim Nick is uh, still suffering, like yours yesterday, with no voice. Um, I did tell him that the girls love a husky English accent, but um, he can't even whisper today, so I, I suppose that was really a non-starter. Um, but as I said, Style is uh, he's stepped up to the plate tonight, um, to use a US sporting term, uh, and has kindly volunteered in tribute to Slim Nick to do the entire show in an English accent, yeah? Right. Or did I get some Duff Gen there? I'm not sure. Maybe. <laughs> it's just I know that when I was on uh, – well, say hi. You can say hi to everyone, yeah. Hi, everyone. Yeah, uh, hi, everyone. <laughs> Good to have you on the show anyway. First time on the uh, off the record. Yeah, we, we've tried a couple times to, uh, to get a date, and I'm usually working because you guys are usually on on Wednesdays, but it was pushed back. Uh, due to the unfortunate circumstance this week, so I was actually able to come on. To come on, exactly. Yeah, I did ask. I did actually ask you on yesterday, but as you said, you had uh, other commitments. Yes. So you couldn't do the show. Um, so that's no English accent. Yeah, we've we've agreed that there. Yeah. Okay. I, I know it's just that when I, the first show, the first podcast I was on, that Jeff, that's Jeff Stritch, um, invited me on. Probably oh, I don't know now, six, seven, eight months ago. Uh, he, he tried to get me to do an American accent. That was all. <laughs> uh, you you might even have been on it. I don't know. And he, he was no. saying about you weren't on it. Okay. Yeah, you tried, shut <laughs> up. Yeah, I know. Uh, we tried to do. A, I think it was a Jersey. I tried to be a, a Jersey accent and a, a coffee and stuff. So I, think, I was interested to hear some Americans doing English voice because every American I see on TV, if 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 they wanted to do an accent, an English accent, it's either like a really posh. Uh, oh, one having a cup of tea sort of uh, accent <laughs> or um, with one's finger, little yeah. finger raised, or it's a Cockney geezer like uh, Dick Van Dyke tried to do, of course, in Mary Poppins, um, <laughs> with, rather disastrously, I must say. Um, anyway, good to have you on and uh, still missing that afternoon delight show today, by the way. St- still on sabbatical? Still on sabbatical, yeah. Still on sabbatical, okay. Well, tonight's topic, it was going to be last night, um, but we've carried it over. Um, it's uh, the best front men in rock history, or rock and roll history and rock history over the years, in our opinion. Um, I did give you the heads up earlier on today that that's probably what we'll be talking about, or not probably, we would be talking about it. Um so I know you may have a few in mind. Yeah. But before I ask you maybe a few, a few of those, um, what, in your opinion, then makes a good front man in a rock band? I mean, what, what are you looking for in a front man? So naturally, um, I think we're on the same page here. And as well as most people, when you say front man, what we're talking about is uh, typically, the the main attraction it, it's normally the singer uh, in most cases of a band that people kind of draw the attention to a group, a band, whatever. 
uh, just typically not a solo act, um, if I'm correct mm-hmm. in saying that. Yes. Um, for me, it's all about, I, I don't know if it's so much something everyone else thinks of, but for me, it's always been how they perceive themselves on stage and can direct a crowd is mm. it makes the best front man. And you can take uh, pure talent alone and say, yeah, uh, so-and-so is one of the greatest singers of all time. But if they get up on stage and they freeze up and it's just, okay, here's the next song, it's it's dead in the water for me. Mm. Yeah, okay, I agree. Um, I, I, I would say, yeah, the least, the least, it generally is the singer, as you say. Um, if really they only need a microphone, so often the front men, they're not playing instrument generally. Do you, I mean, on the ones that you've picked, for example, are they just basically singing? But that the sort of guy that just needs a microphone and a crowd, really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So no one, uh, I mean, because I, I in our list, because I said Nick, Nick and I did prepare a list uh, that we were going to run through, which we can sort of touch upon, obviously. I, I dare say a lot of the ones that are on this list you've mentioned as well. But there are a few that aren't just that sort of man at the front uh, with a microphone and no guitar. There are one or two that play the guitar as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't bother giving you those details now, but there you go. But yeah, let's say they are very larger than life characters, aren't they? Um, very yes. um, colourful, flamboyant, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah? Um, a showman. Yeah. But yeah. And they're also in my opinion, generally often completely bonkers a lot of the time. I don't know whether that's a US term, actually, bonkers. <laughs> I mean, I I mean sort of a bit crazy, a bit mad. A little off the wall. A little off the wall, yeah. Um, and another, fa- another factor maybe to consider, so maybe you hinted at it when you said uh, that the main attraction um, was that the sort of people that if the band were known, well, if they left the band, could they go on without them? Would they be the same without them? I mean, maybe that's something that we considered. Um, but then again, near the top, I could see one that maybe did stop and he did leave for various reasons. And uh, they did carry on. But we'll come on to that nearer the time, nearer the time. When we get nearer the top of our list, at least. Um, yes. OK, so you have got a few listed down. Yeah, so initially when you told me about this yesterday, I started going through my head naturally, and uh, a couple hours before the show today, I came up with six off the top of my head. Now, the reason I have six is because it was five, and right as I came into the studio, I'm like, I can't not include this one name in those top five, but I also can't bump anyone out. So I've got uh, six in no particular order. Uh, When I think of frontman, these are the people I think of. Uh, first, I have Bon Scott, the late, great Bon Scott from ACDC. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know uh, we've talked about this before in the past as well. A lot of people yeah. say him and Brian Johnson are interchangeable, but I couldn't disagree more from that. Uh, two very distinct sounds and just a lot more charisma and frontsmanship from Bon Scott. Personally, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I think uh, we had a bit of a debate about this um, with Nick, actually. Um He's more actually a Brian Johnson man, um, but I I think Bon Scott was the better performer and singer. Yeah. He just gave them. I know he wasn't there for very long, sadly. Right. Um, but he he was. He's certainly my favourite of those two. So yeah, Bon Scott is in our list. 
Um, okay, who else you got? Who else you got? Naturally, I'm sure one that's probably on at the list? top of, if if not, uh, if not the top of your list, uh, Robert Plant. Robert Plant, yeah, okay, yeah, he's on, uh, he's on our list as well. Um, I had a, a couple of people have uh, suggested some when I asked for the odd who was it? Someone, Cindy, actually requested uh, said Robert Plant, as did Graham. So a number a number of people will say Robert Plant. Um, what can you say about Robert Plant, really? Yeah, you can't you can't really talk about frontman without Robert Plant. No, funny enough though. Funny enough, when you brought up this topic, the first name that popped in my head before Robert Plant, before Bon Scott. And I feel like it not, I don't want to say overlooked is the term because he's still a very well-known, very popular figure. Everyone will know who I'm talking about when I say the name, but it's just, he never seems to be up there in the conversation with the best front men for some reason. And that's Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler, yeah. Another, another great. I mean, these uh, three, uh, certainly the last two, Robert Plant and Steven Tyler, we have in our top 10. I mean, we could discuss them now, if you like. Um, Stephen Tyler, hopefully going to see Arrow. Have you seen Aerosmith? I have Live. not. They came one time when I was in high school, and I didn't get to go to the show. No, we, we haven't. But we've got tickets now to see them uh, next year. It was due. It was during the pandemic last year that we, it was delayed, but we are going to see them, so that should be entertaining. Um, hopefully, Stephen Tyler. Yeah, he's a great singer. Um, uh, unique. You, you'd know if you heard it. You'd know it was him. And that, that's something that all of them have probably as well. They they are instantly recognisable, aren't yes. they? Yes. I mean, who? I mean, if he left them, I mean, who would take his place? Exactly. Uh, real quick before I know you got a whole big list. You and Nick can yeah, yeah, yeah. Just these next three because I'm sure. Uh, at least I know at least one of them is a lock on your list for sure. Mm-hmm. The other two, I wouldn't be surprised if you had them, but they're more of a shot in the dark than uh, my final guy. Before you say that, I would say that this is probably the first show that uh, I won't be talking about the Beatles, I reckon. Thank the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, although I did, I did put in a bit of a bit of a request for for Macca and Wings. Um, but as, as Nick uh, has said, he, he just doesn't see him as like a traditional front man. Yeah. Um, so, okay, I bow to his wishes. They, they were a band. I mean, a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of bands. I could have had a, a number of other things. A lot of apart from the list that we gave, we probably had another dozen or so like honorary mention to have. But some of them, I just feel are like they're the front. They're the, they're the singers. Yeah. They they are all just sort of form part of a band. I mean, not like the Beatles. I don't mean that, but people like um, before we come on to your three, uh, who I got uh, even someone like Steve Marriott. I had down actually the Small Faces. Yes, uh, he's a great singer, and a great songwriter, um, but he he wasn't like a real standout for me. Yeah, uh, Graham actually suggested Steve Marriott as well actually, but yeah, a great band. Um, but not really a standard. There's a number like that, really. Even Robert Smith for The Cure, mm-hmm. another one. Uh, but we haven't included them in there. But, you know, I won't go all through those. Yeah, you've got another couple or another three? 
Yeah, I got another three here. Now, the one that I had to stop and put him in the list today when I was walking, I'm like, I couldn't right. forget Mr. Dave Grohl. Uh, oh, and ah. he, he's the only one that's in these these top six that I have that is uh, also playing an instrument while being the front man because, goddamn, Dave Grohl can do everything. I'm with you there. Um, I'm wearing a Foo Fighters shirt as we speak, actually. So you are. Uh, the, fight, <laughs> the fighters of Foo, as Jeff always says on his uh, CBW radio show <laughs> every, every morning. Um, yes. You've, have you seen them? I have not. They're, they are at the top of my list. Them and Jack White are my two that I need to see. Well, Jack White's an interesting one. I didn't know whether or not you're going to be including that as a as a front man. I thought about it, um, but I, a lot of him after, like, was it 2010, was just solo work. So I'm like, I don't know if you're going to count Jack White. No yeah, disrespect yeah. to Jack White because the man's no, a genius. But... I, know, I know you love Jack White. Yeah. Um, I was thinking you might put put him in there, but yeah, for the for the reason maybe a lot of these other people that we didn't put in, you haven't put him in either. Yeah. But yeah, Dave Grohl, uh, I have to say, didn't make our cut in the end. I, I figured that would kind of be the one that slips through. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? I mean, he, I've got him down as an honorary mention here, Dave Grohl. Um, we do, however, have Kurt Cobain. Interesting, because I, I was thinking, and obviously Nirvana is my favorite band. I, I put mm. Dave on the list, mm. and I didn't put Kurt on my list because no, we put. Well, Kurt, I, I said, I bet, I bet, I, I bet Star's going to have that Kurt Cobain character, <laughs> that guy, that Kurt guy. No, that Kurt guy, that guy, style, <laughs> style is going to have that guy Cobain <laughs> in his list. We know. I, I don't know whether that put us off putting Grohl in as well, thinking. Oh, Two from yeah. the same from the same band, you know. I, I don't know whether that puts up, but of course they've been around for years now. So he, here was my my negotiating with myself when it came to Dave Grohl or Kurt Cobain, and mm. it, it wasn't even so much a fact. I don't want to put both of them in there. I stopped and thought about it today. I was doing some yard work, thinking about it, and I'm like, Kurt Cobain, obviously one of my all time top artists, and so like Nirvana, favorite band of all time, whatever, right? Like taking myself out of that position, looking at just if I were to go as a casual fan to a Nirvana show, yes, Kurt Cobain checks all the boxes. He is off the wall. He is entertaining. It's going to be a fun show, but you're not going to get a, uh, I don't know how to uh, describe it, your, your typical music show for it. You're not going there to hear exactly like you're going to hear on a, a cassette or a CD or anything like that. It's mm. going to be off the wall. A lot of Kurt Cobain's performances, he just kind of mumbled through or broke the equipment say, through. Would you say Cobain live, um, <laughs> you probably weren't even born when they were around, were you? And I would have no. thought that. So I, I haven't seen Cobain, although I have seen the Foo Fighters, actually. Um, they were great live, the Foo Fighters. They're, they're a band, I think, a better live maybe than on record. There are a few I've like heard. that. Um, they were just supporting, uh, we went to... Um, we had, there was a, it had the local here, the city. It wasn't a city, but the city of Chelmsford here. Nick hates it when I call Chelmsford a city because he doesn't think it should be, but it is. We've got city status now. Brentwood's only a town, Nick. Um, <laughs> uh, we had the V Festival. I don't know whether you ever saw any highlights of the V Festival. It was running for about 20, 25 years. Um, it's quite like this respectable sort of festival. It wasn't Reading or Glastonbury. Yeah. It was like it was quite a lot of... Uh, the posh festival, if you like. Um, and it was local to us. We went, and I, I know we didn't see all of the bands. We could have gone in all day, but we only we saw five bands, I think. Um, 
we had a football match to go to that day, priorities. So we went to the football, came back, and we saw five bands. We saw the Cardigans. We saw the Hives. Do you know, I don't know if you know the Hives. They're a Swedish yes. band, rock band. Yep. Uh, Ash, we were okay. from Northern Ireland, another great band. Then the Foo Fighters were like the, the next one up, the second on the bill, which and they were great. Um, hadn't really experienced them much. This was probably in ooh, 99, 2000 time, maybe. Uh, and, and that headliners, I would say, is a band that you might not be so keen on. It, begin, it begins with a C and it ends in a Y. Um, and, and it's not crappy. <laughs> uh, Are you sure? It's, I'm sure. I don't think Shaggy's a great fan either, to be perfectly honest. Uh, and I forgot why we're talking about that now. Um, Dave, what we're we talking about? Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl, yeah. Here, let me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, was Kurt Cobain, would you say, more singing for himself rather than for a crowd? Yeah, I, 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 I'd go with that notion. I, I always um, see. I, it's weird because uh, I've put so much time into into going through all the scraps of Nirvana could have been songs and Kurt Cobain's recording and things like that. Uh, it's yeah. hard for me to step out of that, but I, looking from an outside in, uh, people don't typically say, oh, yeah, no. I mean, I guess now they do uh, because of his memory, but people don't typically go, yeah, I'm a Kurt Cobain fan. It's always I'm a Nirvana fan. Mm. Whereas you'll people go, oh, man, Dave Grohl's great. They don't have to typically be talking about the Foo Fighters. Mm. I'm with you there. Uh, real, sorry, go on. I was just going to say real quick so we can uh, get on with oh, no, oh, this list. long list. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had Steve Perry of Journey oh. and Freddie <sighs> Mercury, of course, for Queen. Well, one of those two we have in our list. I think I maybe won't, won't tell you which one. <laughs> the, the other one we do not have in, actually. Um, Quit snubbing Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> but Steve... Steve Perry, um, well, I, I think we've said this a few times before on, on various podcasts, but uh, they've never really been a big band over here. Mm. They're huge over in the States, aren't they? Yeah. Um, it is Journey, isn't it? I was just, just making sure that I'm getting the right name here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, apart from Don't Stop Believing, I think that was, and that was probably only a hit after the, uh, uh, not high school musical was it the the the, the uh, oh I can't remember the name the, the kids singing on it was a US program and a lot of kids singing at school or college that cannot be with that I one can't think of the name of it but <laughs> they did a version of that I know and maybe then the journey was a, a big hit Freddie Mercury yeah okay we'll come on to Freddie Mister Bulsara. Uh, later on um but yeah dave grohl another thing i, I did see dave grohl um i know i wasn't going to mention the beatles too much uh i wasn't going to mention them at all actually today but um yeah paul mccartney when we saw him in uh 2015 at the o2 uh, for the encore uh dave grohl came on and he performed uh i saw him standing there with Macca, which was uh, a sight to be seen. Uh, he did he did invite a few guests on, did Macca on his shows. I mean, I think the following time, I think it was the last time we were we were there at the OT to see him. Uh, it was Ringo came on and Ronnie Wood 
So that was a combination. Oh, for the cool, yeah. That's not bad, is it? You sort of see the, the Beatles and the Stones yeah, right. on, on, on one on one gig. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, not, I try not to mention the Beatles ever again. <laughs> he says with his fingers crossed. <laughs> um, although when we were talking about accents and we were saying about earlier on about the posh English accent or the Cockney geezer, there are lots of other English accents. Of course, Liverpool being one of them. And, yeah, I was going to bring that up. The other Beatles is the only. Beatles. <laughs> yeah, the Beatles is the only the only way of describing the Liverpool accent, probably to uh, to a lot of Americans. But that that's what they sound like. Birmingham, of course, is another one in the Midlands. Ozzy Osbourne, yeah, is, you know, you, you know, he's he comes to Birmingham. You know, he talks <laughs> he talks like that a lot. Um, I can do English accents a little bit, but not so much on the American. Okay, well, do you want to do you want to? Do you want us to run through a few of these then and see what you think? Yeah. There were a few that we didn't make the cut. It was like, like you said, you had six or you had five, but you didn't want to dump anyone out to make the six. It's a bit like that with us. You can imagine we had like 24, 25 names. And it, I don't know whether you had it over there, but on the X Factor, sorry to mention the X Factor with Simon Cowell, <laughs> over here certainly they had like what they call a six chair challenge. Okay. Don't know they do a similar thing. So near the end, before the live shows, they had like maybe a dozen acts still to uh, kick out and keep half of them. And they'd have 12 of them performing live and they had six chairs on the stage. And when the first one was performed, they'd all say, mm, yeah, mm, give them a chair, give them a chair. The crowd was sick. And say, yeah, take a chair. So they take a chair. So there's only five left, but still 11 oh. singers to go. And yeah. then the next one. So basically the first six get a chair. And then... The last six, they come up and got, and the crowd are saying, chair, chair, chair. And then I have to get rid of one of the six they've already put in there. So it's a bit like this. With, with uh, It's very rare they come back in again. It's a bit like that with our, with our list and no doubt with yours as well. You didn't want to get rid of one. Um, some that didn't make the cut, which were, were great front men, in my opinion, and in Nick's opinion. Some maybe weren't so big in the States. Um I've got Brian Ferry down uh, okay. um, from uh, Roxy Music. He was a he was a pretty cool dude. Um, again, he was really Roxy Music. I know they had a lot of other great instrument uh, instrumentalists in the band. Uh, Brian Eno, um, uh, Andy Mackay, I think it was. Um, another one was Ian Hunter. Yeah, he was a, okay. A, absolute, he's a great front man. Um, I mean, he, oh, as I said before, I think, you know, he's 80 now. He's ridiculously old nowadays, these these guys. But he's he's always a cool dude. You know, he'd be sitting there in his bath chair in his care home when he's 90, and he would still have the mop of curly red hair, and he'd have his shades on. He was cool. Um, Ian Hunter was one that didn't make it. One that possibly could have done, but he still didn't. And it's another one, uh, another one of our loyal listeners uh mentioned was ronnie james dio it's funny you say that because i was thinking about um i have a, a a separate list as well as people who i didn't quite think would make the cut but i have yeah. mentions dio is a reason that i have ozzy on my honorable mentions All right, or not, okay. not honorable mentions but people who might make it in i should say uh as, as that goes the way i looked at it is when you look at Sabbath, right, you mm -hmm. think Ozzy. Ozzy's the front man. 
he is the phenomenal front man. And yes, he went on and he had a great solo career. But if you keep looking at Sabbath, Dio couldn't keep that momentum forward. Mm. That's fair enough. It's a fair point. Yeah, of course, he, he forget, of course, he did front Sabbath for a while, I think. Yes. Um, he started in a band, because that was another one of Nick's favorites, even though he didn't, he didn't eventually put him in. Uh, he started off in a band called Elf. I don't know if you knew that one. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm just reading what Nick has said, because, you know, well, I like him to feel involved in in the podcast even though yeah in spirit even though he's not here um notable for being very short <laughs> though though he did go on to wear platform boots um went on to become the lead singer of course in uh rainbow yeah uh, richie blackmore's rainbow um before forming dio his own band uh i said it, he said it's a great voice and uh, and he's known as a great front man uh but it's interesting, nothing outlandish about him. Yeah, it, it's he was he was good, but Why at the end of the day, it's not that like lets him down. Yeah, you've got, to, you've got to be outlandish to be a top a top uh, lead uh, lead singer, I guess. Um, but yeah, Ronnie James Dio, Dave Grohl, as we've talked about, didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian Gillen, it's another one. Okay. Um, who else we've got? I mentioned Steve Marriott, Robert Smith, Iggy Pop. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd put him in honorable mention. Um, yeah, that's where definitely he is for uh, a well-known name, and more so as a frontman than a singer, I'd say. But just not up there with the the greatest. No, he was a. He did fit the larger than life uh, description, I'd say, and he, he did fit the outlandish mm-hmm. uh, description, and he certainly. He certainly fitted the absolutely bonkers, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a bonkers category. Uh, one that you would hate, um, um, and he didn't get through Nick this one, <laughs> even though I tried. It's Chris Martin, okay. He's a current front man at least, um, probably the main man I would say in the band. I mean, I, I, it's one of these where everyone in the band is mentioned as a songwriter. Yeah, and you think, yeah, is that really the case, or is it mainly one? Or mainly two, I suspect. I suspect it's Chris Martin. I may be wrong. Chris, if you're watching, let us know because we, we want to know. Um, one that uh, I know Nick was a great fan of when he first started, and a lot of people have said this as well, but they've gone off him. I don't know whether it's a politically uh, a political decision nowadays. They're not like him so much, but it's Morrissey. Okay, yeah. In the Smiths, yeah. You know what's uh, funny I mean, is that's that's not where I thought you were going with that. Ah, interesting. Um, oh, interesting. I wonder who you're thinking about. I mean, I, I don't know whether politics gets into it. I know that people. Um, there's a couple of others I can think of with <laughs> with the same political bent um, that um, yeah have in in my opinion and maybe Nick's as well probably have shown themselves to be a bit silly, but. Um, I won't ask who that one is, and oh, should I? Should I ask who you thought I was going to mention? Well, I, I got to say, when you when you start out with it, may have swayed some people's minds due to politics. I got to put Ted Nugent up there. No, it's not Ted Nugent. In fact, that's, we haven't. That's got, who I had in mind. No, we haven't got Ted Nugent. Oh, okay, <laughs> I, I I wouldn't know much about. No, I'm talking English. Um, uh, Morrissey. Uh, well, Daughtry's another one actually. Although Daughtry did make our list. 
Really? Um, yeah. Why well, wouldn't you not have Daltrey in there? No, I would. That's that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, he was a singer for the Who, yeah. and he he was. Yeah, I don't know. Is Pete Townsend the front man? It, because he doesn't actually sing, well, he does, but regularly it's not. It's Roger Daltrey that is the front man with the with yeah. the mic. Um, so it's interesting you brought that up, though, too. I, I remember um, when I was still in college, I wrote a blog, uh, a whole article about does a front man have to be a singer? And one of the biggest arguments that I made for that is, well, Guns N' Roses, Axl Rose is obviously the front man, but you could argue that Slash is the bigger star in Guns N' Roses. Hmm. People are going to associate it with Slash. Uh, I, I said Kiss was an example, too, because technically Paul Stanley is the, the quote-unquote singer, even though they all have songs. But mm. Gene Simmons is really kind of the front man of Kiss. He's the... Well, it's funny you should say that, Kiss. We did mention... Uh, we talked about Kiss with uh, with Nick. He's not he's not a great fan of Kiss uh, at all, actually. Um, and, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Kiss. I mean, the makeup gets to me, to be perfectly honest. But but I I was thinking, hang about, who, who is the front man of Kiss? We were discussing yeah. that. And I mean, it's not Gene Simmons, is it? No. Um, it, so, but he's what is he the bassist? Is he Gene Simmons? Yeah, he's the bass. There's a lot of bassists that become the front front men actually of these bands. I think. Think of another one that's coming up shortly as well. Um, I've just had a message from. Oh, uh, <laughs> Nick said, "Can't believe we forgot Ted Nugent." There you go. <laughs> um, he also says, "I wake up because he's had a bit of a snooze." Bless him. Um, <laughs> I wake up, tune in. You're talking about the bloody Beatles again. <laughs> it's quite, it's quite, quite true. I'll try not to mention them again. I've only mentioned them two or three times. Um, they're not in the list. They're not in any list. Well, another couple of the rock bands front. These are, I haven't even made the list, but I think we'll have time to just run through them all. Um, Bruce Dickinson. Yes. Okay. And um, what about John Bon Jovi? Would you include him in there? So here's I, here I wanted to bring this up. I got a couple just like Bon Jovi, and I know we've mm. talked uh, to a degree about this. Yeah. Coming in, he was one of the last ones I thought of. I'm like, you know, I really Bon Jovi's such a it's, it's such a figure in pop culture now too. Just a, a, apart from Bon Jovi, because the band is Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. John Giovi is the singer. Yeah. Bon John Bon Jovi, but yeah. the band itself is Bon Jovi. So technically, he is, he is a front man. Yeah. Same could be said with Alice Cooper. Yeah. True. True, but yeah, I mean, it, well, yeah. Because we'll, we'll you know, up. I got to find a way to put Alice Cooper in the conversation. Yeah, true. In the same way as I got to get the Beatles in the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, another couple that, that maybe on in that in that mold as well. Um, are they the front man or are they? Obviously, they're the main man. Right. Jimi Hendrix. Hmm. I mean, I know they, they probably didn't have that many albums as, the, as Jimi Hendrix experienced. Yeah. Um, but it, it seems then he's not in the list. He's on our, he's on our uh, reserve list here, if you like, um, honorary mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, but perhaps he should, Graham mentioned Jimi Hendrix as well. Um, should he be in there? I don't know. I mean, you can... I think Hendrix goes nicely in the category with like Bon Jovi and Alice Cooper where yeah, it's the front man, but it was also kind of just about them the entire time anyway, so it mm. could have been a solo act. Yeah, maybe. Because when I think, even even now, you know, 
type out as I do numerous uh, posts on various social media uh, of songs. I'll often say, I will say Jimi Hendrix experience, but people will think of Purple Haze or yeah. Hey Joe. They think Jimi Hendrix. They right. don't necessarily think Jimi Hendrix experience, do they? Um, everyone's got, I mean, who was it? Someone mentioned, we mentioned, we, we glossed over David Bowie. I think, well, he hasn't really been in a band. Yeah. You can't, re- I mean, the spiders, well, he has Tin Machine, but that was a total disaster. Even by his own admission, <laughs> um, the Spiders from Mars, of course, was sort of a band, but they were like a fictitious band, yeah. they? so we couldn't we couldn't really include him in. Um, that, that is a list of our, um, if you like, honorary mentions. Unless you can think of any others, or anyone else comes up. Um, Nick said, "Love Alice Cooper." There, I noticed on the message. Um, I know he does. I know he does. Oh, uh, the. Sa- you're upset. I didn't mention uh, Biff Byford from Saxon. Do you know okay. Saxon? Yes. He loves him as well. He'll probably send us another message. Say, I love Biff. Um, <laughs> I got I got one more real quick before we move on. Go on yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem, yeah. And the only reason I'm, it could very well go into the best front man, so this could maybe bridge the gap between honorary mentions and yes. the actual solid list, uh, it's the only person I haven't brought up that's on my list here, David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth, okay, yeah. Um, not bad, not bad singer. He's in our list, needless to say. Um, again, because DLH over Van Hagar any day of the week. Definitely, yeah, definitely. I would agree with that. Um, and David Lee Roth, yeah, again, I've got a little bit of nickisms here saying David Lee Roth. Um, when you think of David Roth, you think of him jumping in the air doing the splits, don't you? Yeah. Um, bit of a sex symbol at the time. I mean, is that part of the attraction of the lead, the lead front man being a sex symbol? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think you could make that I'm argument. I'm not sure they all are, actually, to be fair, looking at the list. <laughs> I'm not sure they all are, to be perfectly honest. I suppose it's, it's in the eyes of the beholder, as they say. Yeah. Um, incredible energy live. Uh, massive, larger-than-life character and outrageous personality that's david lee roth and of course he he had a solo career as well didn't he afterwards not was he particularly successful over there not huge no no i didn't think he was um i I remember him doing a version of the beach boys was that that was Lee Roth, wasn't it um it is it is roth his surname it's not lee roth is it it's not david lee roth like two surnames no no david lee roth yeah i just want to three you know, I like to get these things precise, as you well know, I'm sure. Um, and a couple of others, honorary mentions, actually, Graham gave me an mention too, was David Byrne of uh, Talking Heads, mm-hmm. a unique voice. Um, and the other one is a band that I know Graham is a big fan of, uh, and probably one of the most important bands that uh, Britain has produced after the Beatles and I think maybe the Smiths at one point he was a big fan and that is Radiohead and it's Tom York okay yeah but he's, he's not you know he's not really jumping up in the air doing sports yeah. on stage um so he made our honorary list and he's made his list as well okay a quick run through some of these others comments please um Michael Stipe Are you an REM fan? Uh, I don't. I don't dislike REM. 
I've got no no issues with them. If they're on, I'll listen to them. There's a there's a couple songs in my playlist, but not over the top. So they're they're not sort of in the Bob Dylan, Tom Petty sort of um, <laughs> bag. No, they're not to that level. No, they're not in that not that level. No, REM. I I do like a bit of REM actually. I'm, I I don't know whether they they are a sort of a band that goes under the radar. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. It's not one that's talked about very often. It's kind of like something you'll hear over like some ambiance music and be like, oh, that's REM. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like yeah, you're sitting in your Denny's and you hear a song, or your, yeah, or your uh, Applebee's or whatever. Instead of hearing a plain white tease, yeah, you hear you hear, you hear a bit of um, yeah, a bit of REM. Um, yeah, it's one of those bands that maybe at the time, especially when they first started, wasn't sort of right there in in your face sort of thing. But yeah. looking back, it's funny how you look back and you think, yeah, that's. Uh, that's some good, good old records they had. Uh, good albums, good singles, and um, another band like that for me. Not that they're anywhere near this list, actually. Were the Stone Roses? Were they, were they big in the states? Uh, not particularly huge. No, they're underrated for sure. Yeah, they only had a couple of a couple of albums actually. I mean, the first one called the Stone Roses was. Um, I, I don't know, it, it didn't really get to me at the time, but looking back, it's, it's, a, it's a cracking album, and that'll be Ian Brown. Mind you, he's gone a bit funny as well, actually, on, on social media, so we won't go into him. Um, okay, from Michael Stipe to another M. In fact, I've got three M's on a trot here. Mark Bolan. All right, yeah. You cool with that one? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Cool with that one. Sad old... Um, he was a great great performer and he was definitely t-rex i mean there was no one else that would uh could take his place mm-hmm. um a sad a sad end of course but um yeah i mean he, he i think he died exactly a month after elvis oh, in wow. 1977 yeah september the 16th 1977 when his girlfriend drove him into a tree in his in her mini in barnes uh in london um, but I said in a, a podcast the other week, he, he was on, I saw him on an interview with, uh, a, a, a TV interviewer on here. It wasn't, wasn't a great interviewer to be honest, but, uh, it was called Russell Harty and he interviewed him. He asked him the only usual questions when he was still quite big, you know, early twenties, he was in probably, uh, maybe, uh, 22, 23, obviously he made a lot of money, a lot of hit records that girls are after him all the time um but you know he asked him the usual things and he said well what what do you think what do you think you'll be doing when you're 30 yeah and mark bowen's answer was well nothing because yeah i don't think i'm going to be around oh wow so uh he knew he knew yeah. uh rock and roll eh? rock and roll um i never thought he was a great lyricist but some of the songs he did you know were, were great Again, they were probably bigger here than they were in the States. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of the glam. I don't, I'm sure the glam, your idea of glam and our idea is probably a little bit a little bit different anyway. Mm-hmm. Glam in, in our day in the early 70s was, was people like Mark Boland was like the king of glam. Um, sweet, um, Slade. Well, it's, like, it's like we talk about all the time. It's, it's Slade versus Quiet Riot, essentially, the UK yeah. and the US version. 
yeah, okay, but quite right was probably around not you know we're dissing quite right, of course, but it's probably about five or six years later. Oh, yeah, no, well, anyway, Slade yeah. records, yeah. Um, and okay, another a third M, and then sneaking in at 23, we have um another person that has passed on, in fact, the next two have as well. Um, this one died, um, I believe. Performing a sex act or something, wasn't he? Hanging on the back of a door or something? Uh, Michael Hutchins. Oh, I, I did not know that. He didn't know that. No, that's no. Quite, apparently he did. He was hanging from the uh, the back of his hotel uh, bedroom door, I think. Uh, another sad tale. Um, Michael Hutchins for In Excess, of course. And um, well, we can put him in the category just for that, then. I think so. <laughs> yes. Okay. Actually, I'll add that onto the. Uh, <laughs> what you're looking for in a front yeah. man dying performing a sexual act yeah, that's top tier okay uh michael hutchins i know jeff likes in excess he's always trying to get him into the rock and roll hall of fame yeah um so i've mentioned jeff as many times as the beatles i must stop that <laughs> um okay another one that's passed on another bassist who um two bassists coming up actually this is the first one from ireland in the um early 70s they started off and it's phil linnett for thin lizzie okay yeah he, he was a rock legend um i think it's quite it's a, <laughs> just really nick's message here bob dylan completely sucks i'm sure I you'll agree. i'm sure you'll agree with that one. <laughs> it's good to be involved it's good to, involve, good to involve nick <laughs> <laughs> um Phil Lennett then, Thin Lizzy, yeah. Um, he was, um, uh, yeah, he, he's definitely it. Maybe another thing, apart from the sex acts thing, uh, we could say, I think it's fairly same that most of the lead singers drank a little bit of alcohol. Just a little bit, yeah. I think so. And Casual drinkers, yeah. Part, part took of uh, a number of other substances as well. Lennett. I would say allegedly, but I think it's fairly true. Uh, being one of those, uh, and I say another great, another great band from Ireland, Phil Linnett, uh, Thin Lizzy. Next one up, another bassist who was in uh, a band called Hawkwind, which I put up as a space rock option when you mentioned it a few months ago. I do love me some space rock. You love some space rock. And the only thing I could think of was Hawkwind. And everywhere I look now, when I see it, I think, and I looked up a bit about this guy, and they say he's formerly uh, bassist with space rock band Hawkwind. Wherever I see it now, I, I see it. Uh, I see that, and I think, ah, oh, space rock. You see, I was right. I was right. And it's Lemmy. Okay, yeah. Lemmy, sure. Lemmy of For course. Sure. And, Absolute legend, Lemmy. Uh, of course, then I went on after Hawkwind. Again, I, I'm not sure whether Hawkwind were even successful in the States, but um, they had Space Rituals, an album, and the, I think their biggest hit was called Silver Machine. Uh, it was a real rock and rock and roll song, really. Uh, heavy rock, but rock and rolly. Uh, mm. And uh, actually, Lemmy sang it. Uh, whoever wrote it, and the name escapes me, who wrote the song Silver Machine, but he tried to sing it, their usual vocalist, and he was obviously suffering at the time. So, no, let's have somebody else go. Who's Lemmy? I'll have a go. So he sung it, and that's the vocal that stayed on the track. 
and it was a top top 10 hit probably here but then of course he went on to form motorhead and they were touring little known man performing yeah they were performing um up until well up until he died really i would say yeah. which is probably about five or six years ago now time flies i know um that's crazy it was that long ago i know it's crazy it was, i think it was just before it was right at the end of a year maybe it was yeah. coming up coming up for new year's eve or something he died yeah something like uh, that yeah 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 i remember that, that i think the following year um uh, rick parfit of quo uh died as well i think it was on christmas eve the following year um so lemmy happy with that one then oh for sure yeah okay top 20 time top 20 all right david coverdale okay i i might no i might have put lemmy above him but no makes the list for sure you put lemmy this is the problem we had the list we thought yeah, no, he's got to go above him. He's got to go above him. So <laughs> I ended up crossing out all the numbers and putting them in. Yeah, had to rewrite them all. But yeah, covered out. I'm going to again, again going to refer to Nick's. Hi, Nick. Um, his uh, little blurb that he texts me. So he tells stuff we know, I know, but he, I'm just saying what he says. Fronted Deep Purple at the time were one of the world's biggest bands. Uh, incredible voice. Uh, and a, an enigmatic front man. Um, he engaged a lot with the audience, uh, maybe something that, that a front man should be doing, uh, getting them to sing and, and really took control of the stage. Went on to form White Snake. Um, the women loved him, uh, as they do Nick, obviously. Obviously. Um, obviously. Massive on MTV, um, which is a bit of a theme on. Jeff's show today, MTV, uh, songs that were played on MTV a lot or had really great videos. And that's the third time I mentioned Jeff, three strikes and you're out. <laughs> um, and, of course, he's still going today and about to tour. So uh, whether that's something you should take into consideration today. Okay, we'll come on to 19, which is your favourite, maybe, which is Kurt Cobain. Okay. I know he's not in your list, but you know what I mean when I say your favourite. Yeah, no, for sure, yeah. Not around for long again sadly um but again yeah he he is nirvana would you say he is nirvana oh, yeah for sure yeah that, that was his baby that was his project of- yeah, he is nirvana and still i'm sure you'd agree one of the great live albums yeah at uh, MT- mtv unplugged um and you can now say to sean b that it's better than it is 100% better than anything that Alice in Chains or anyone else has ever produced. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right, I thought, you'd, I thought you might mention that. Um, okay, on to another one quickly. Uh, again, this is probably my input rather than Nick's. He was never a great fan of, well, of anything punky. Uh, Rita says, hi, Big C and Star. So, hi, Rita. Um, the Ramones, right? Yeah. Such a great band. Simplistic music, maybe. Uh, totally, the mo- got to be one of the most unpretentious bands around ever, I think. Oh, is that your phone or my phone? Not me. Not me, I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, pretend- unpretentious band. Great. It's, I can't believe they've all gone. Yeah. None of, there's none of them left. Um, but Joey Ramone, I mean, he didn't play an instrument. He was just 
at the front leaning forward uh yeah. shouting one two three four and then doing the next song um but you know i, I just love the ramones they're, again for nick they're, they're a little bit too simplistic um i <laughs> again nick's saying i mentioned him so much because i fancy jeff stretch you do we've we all know it <laughs> yeah i i can i can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> i also like the beatles i, I mentioned them again <laughs> i'd say uh, i'd say you fancy jeff up until about 10 a.m eastern time on fridays <laughs> <laughs> funny enough he never mentions that never, <laughs> never heard him talk never about never that. mentioned good sport that about it. <laughs> it is it's a really good sport <laughs> Okay, I'm going to gloss, I'll gloss over this one quickly. Roger Daltrey, put him in. Yeah. He's the, the Who, and yeah, uh, yeah I, he's got to be there, but, you know, he's a bit, uh, as I don't know, Pete Townsend once said, uh, Pete Townsend said he himself is is probably the only intelligent member of the band. <laughs> he's probably right. Um, I don't know about Entwistle's uh, intelligence, but uh, obviously Keith Moon was a bit of a, bit of a nutter. He's about there. Uh, a bit of an utter. Number 16, we have um, Not Quite Riot, but Slade. And we have Noddy yeah, Holder. Right. <laughs> Noddy Holder. Who was the lead singer of Quiet Riot? I couldn't tell you, honestly. <laughs> I rest my case. There you go, yeah. <laughs> Slade. Slade are the band. Uh, Slade and Noddy Holder. But they were a great rock and roll band. Unbelievable. They were a bit glam at the start. Bit um, before they really made it in the states, probably they were they were like a, a skinhead band, really. They were like, and they used to stamp their feet a lot, and they got that into a lot of their early songs. But they wrote all their own their own songs. But Noddy Holder was a great vocalist, and they they did develop through the seventies into a much more mature band. Um, but the music quality never really dropped. Uh, and Noddy Holder, I don't know whether you're aware of this. Maybe you are. But he was asked when Bon Scott died to join ACDC. Yes, yes. He was, he was the that. initial thought. I thought you'd know that. I yeah. thought you'd know that. Um, and, of course, they went for Brian Johnson, who was in a, a, a similar band. I mean, they, were, they weren't really around for anywhere near the length of time. But he was in a rock and roll band, another glam yeah. rock band called Geordie. One of, uh, one of Bon uh, Scott's favorite bands, actually. Oh, Geordie was, and that's yes. right. Okay, maybe that, that was the link. Okay, um, so yeah, Noddy Holder. Uh, 15. I've got how are we doing for time? We've got plenty of time. Um, another great punk band for my for my money, and uh, probably not Nick so much. Um, and it's The Clash. I was, I was gonna ask when you brought up the Ramones if the Clash are going in. Yeah, the Clash, the Joe Strummer is in there. Again, he's yes. he used to play the guitar as well, but uh he was, I know Mick Jones might argue, but um he probably did, which is why he was kicked out of the band by Joe Strummer <laughs> after after the Sandinista album, I think it was. Um but yeah, Joe Strummer was a he's a is a great singer, very angry singer. I'm sure a lot of the lyrics came from him and he really felt them. But he, he could really put the song across and, you know, connect. 14 might be a bit low as far as you're concerned. Um, and we just mentioned him. It's Bon Scott. Yeah, a bit, a, low, a, for you. A bit low for my taste, but a bit low, on the list, yeah. A bit low for your taste, but at least he's in there. Yeah, for sure. 
and we didn't put Brian Johnson in his place. Okay, well, yeah, that's that's a good. But yes, yeah, so, some of his performance. That um, uh, what's what's the uh, oh, a whole lot of Rosie and stuff. I mean, so, performing that live, um, so good, so good. Um, I remember getting the uh, first album, first internationally released album, at least I think '76, High Voltage. Yes. The album High Voltage. I think it came out in, in Australia originally called High Voltage, and there was slightly different track listing on it. But things like uh, It's a Long Way to the Top, which I think opened the album, yeah. Can I Sit Next to You Girl was on there. She's got the Jack, or is it yep. just called the Jack, I think, one of the two. Um, obviously, it had a problem with uh, a, a, a flat tire or something, so they needed to. Yeah. You know, Something about yeah. playing cards or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Yeah. It could, oh, it could be coming to do with cards. Yeah. It could be. Um, so Bon Scott is in there. Uh, High Voltage. Yeah. Good album. Well, they had a lot of good albums, actually. Broke the Australian Top 40 the week or the week after it was released, I believe. Really? Yes. Because that is the only reason I get to play it on Fridays because I made that argument. <laughs> oh, well, well done. Well done. Um, you know, your stuff, obviously. You, you, you get what you want. <laughs> Um, okay, we had the Clash, we had the Ramones. There's another one that I haven't had yet. Who's that going to be? Now the thing is, they only had one album with him, but I, he was in there. I think he was so such a pivotal figure, if you like, in the punk movement, and that's Johnny Rotten. Okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they only had the Nevermind the Bollocks album. Ooh. <laughs> um, never mind the bollocks. Here's the Sex Pistols. Um, but I mean, he wasn't a great singer, but he was a he was a great singer for yeah the, se- the Sex Pistols. Him and Cobain, I'd put in the same category of it's. You're not going to see a traditional rock singer. You're going to see that band. You know what you're expecting. Yes, um, but yeah, that, that was. Oh, such a such a good album. And the four the four singles they had with him, which are all on the album, you know, you, you won't get a, a better four yeah. uh, a lot of bunch of singles than that. From Anarchy in the UK, God Save the Queen, Pretty Vacant, Holidays in the Sun. Um and some some great album tracks on as well. Uh Johnny Rotten. Right, number twelve. Very um Dis- disliked is maybe not the right word. It's not Chris Martin, but another one that gets a lot of stick for generally being a bit preachy. Bono. Oh, gee. Uh, all right. Oh, so, conflict. Personally, I, I wouldn't have put him in there if we're talking about my personal list. Uh, no. I, I can, however, see where we're coming from with this. He is a huge name as a front man. Um, Honestly, I would have put him below Lemmy, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. You, you, just, just because Lemmy's usually talked about in a positive light, at least. <laughs> you'd, you'd put him below Bob Dylan, though, to be fair. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bono. Um, yeah, he, he does become... It's probably more... He's a, he was a great front man. He could, he could really get the crowd. he really connect with the crowd. But people tend to just, oh, yeah, just you know, stop with the... Oh, his, Philanthropist, uh, I can't even yeah. say it. Philanthropist in him, yeah. and the, uh, the sort of preachiness and the uh, the activist side of his, uh, you know, and his Trying business. Trying too hard not to be a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's the well, it's the 
the, the old joke, of course, probably total folklore, urban myth, like he'd, he'd clap his hands, you know, the, what they say. So like, every time I clap my hands, you know, a child in Africa dies. <laughs> and, then, and someone shouts out, well, don't clap your hands then. <laughs> um, I don't think that really happens, but yeah. Okay, Bono, I understand you're not a great fan. Oh, Jeff's, Jeff's watching now, style in the house. Um, hello, Jeff. Hey, haven't mentioned haven't mentioned you at all on the show. Um, okay, number eleven. One of two brothers, who's the front man of this British band. Are we talking Liam and Noel? We're talking Liam and Noel, but we're yeah! talking we're talking one specifically here. I was going to bring him up. <laughs> which is uh, yeah, Liam Gallagher. Um, whether or not there's always are you a Liam fan or a Noel fan these days? Because Obviously, Liam wants a band all to get back together, and Noel's yeah. got his own thing going on. Um, but Liam had that image of the, the band image, I think, yeah. you know, where he's just sort of, you know, leaning over with his over his microphone and singing about the rain and the sunshine uh, <laughs> or, or, or whatever. Um, so Oasis, yeah, good, good band. It's amazing how long they haven't been around now. It's yeah, probably yeah, what I, it's probably fifteen or so years. I don't know. I haven't haven't checked that out. That they haven't been in existence. Um, but yeah, Liam Gallagher's there. Awesome. But funny enough, I like a lot of the songs that are sung by Noel. Honestly, I I, I don't have a preference between the two of them. I'm uh, all you hate, for, you hate them both, or you, no? You I, I love them both. I'm all for them watching them beef on Twitter. I think that's hilarious. Honestly. Well, yeah, that is quite amusing. It must be said. <laughs> That must be. That is quite amusing. <laughs> um, but Oasis, yeah. I mean, they're obviously often, I should say, rather than obviously, but often, well, and obviously, compared to the Beatles, a lot. Yeah. And um, we're talking not those you know, four. call the brown, the brown suited. Yeah. Uh, Beatles, but more the and uh, not the psychedelic necessarily. Mainly the sort of mid sixties sort of era. I would say revolver time. Uh, maybe, and that's that's what he's compared. That's what they're compared to. Probably quite legitimately, actually. They do sound, they do sound a bit like them. So uh, Liam, number eleven, was that? He's number eleven. Yeah, we're now in the top ten. All right. Before we get to the top ten, just because he hasn't been brought up, and I, I was yeah. thinking about him when we were talking about bass players, I don't think he's going to be in the top ten. McCartney, McCartney, not McCartney. <laughs> you could <laughs> prove me wrong here. I don't think he's going to make the list. What about Getty Lee? Ooh, interesting. Why him? And you can't like it, was, it goes back to the argument of you take the the front man out and is it the same band? You can't have Rush without Getty Lee. Fair dues. And I, I know I, I'm making Sean mad somewhere talking about Rush. Yeah, I'm sure he's still he has still hasn't got over the Alice in Alice in Chains remark. <laughs> but yeah, I know Nick's a big Rush fan. Um, yeah. So you know, that's an interesting one, but he's not he's not even on our list. He's, I'll probably get a message now from him saying, I can't believe you're gonna get a I message saying take out Bono, put in. <laughs> can't believe, yeah. Check out, yeah. On the in the six chair challenge, Bono <laughs> out. But he'd have Ramon out, Strummer <laughs> out, Rotten out. I I don't think you'll disagree probably with any of these top ten. All right. Um the order maybe. Uh, 10, we've got David Lee Roth, which you, you've mentioned already. Yep, naturally. 
Um, so he's definitely in there. And I even gave you a rundown of what Nick said about him. And then number nine, um, we were umming and ahhing about it. But I thought, and we both thought, I'm sure Nick would agree if he's watching still. He hasn't fallen asleep again. Um, was he in a band? Well, he was in a band. But would you consider him more of a, a solo artist than a band member? Probably, obviously, a solo artist because he's been doing that for a lot longer. But he was in a band and he was very good. And he's a great front man in a band. I'll tell you who it is in a minute, by the way. I will. I will. <laughs> as, as that man, Stritch, might say, you're waiting for the plane to land or something. Is that his expression he comes out with? <laughs> waiting for the plane to land. Uh, I think it's something like that. Um, is Rod Stewart. Ooh. I mean, I, we put him in there because, I mean, with the faces. He's got to be, yeah. He was great. You can't avoid He's such a great, great front man. I mean, nowadays he's become a bit of a crooner and he's doing like standards yeah. uh, from the 40s and 50s and stuff, isn't he? Which, you know, but even, even McCartney's done that, I think, actually once or twice. Um, but I couldn't not include him, if you see what I mean. Maybe he's too high. But the faces were a great rock band. You do. I think it's justified, yeah. Well, that's all the justification I need. And <laughs> that's all the validation I need. It's got the style stamp of approval on it. Yeah, I'm going to put a star by that. Star for style. <laughs> star for star. Okay, um, Rod Stewart is there. And saw him at Epping Church one Christmas Eve. Um, many, that's probably about 30, 31 years ago. Epping was where I originally grew up in Essex, which is probably about 20 miles away from here. Is that um, in Britsville? That's in Britsville. Yeah. Sorry, okay. where? Where? Gotcha. <laughs> Brits, we're in Britsville. And uh, yeah, I remember you coming in with his entourage. Uh, he had a fur coat on. I remember that. Yeah, but it was gold. It was Christmas after all. <laughs> um, but that was him. We used to see him wandering around Epping quite a bit, actually going into video stores and stuff like that, getting his VHS. Do you remember those? Yeah. Um, yeah Nick said, first saw Rush on the Permanent Waves tour, then a further four times. Jordan's right, he's irreplaceable. Who's Jordan anyway? I don't know. I don't know, but he sounds like he knows his shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, probably, he probably hates uh, Bob Dylan too. If I had to guess. <laughs> uh, you could be right. You could be right. He's not a great fan of Bob Dylan. I'm not sure if he's used on Petty. I'm sure we'll get that. We'll get that one day. Okay, number eight. Yeah. Um, another one that's passed on. Um, late 60s was uh, huge, I think. And it was Jim Morrison. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't. Wow. I don't know how I didn't have him at the top of my list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So Jim Morrison's in there. It's funny you should say that. I know that we both agree he's got to be in there, but not all of the ones in the lists are like ones that we are we're huge fans of. You just think, yeah, they've got to be in the list. Yeah. And funnily enough, I know everyone's on it. You like the Doors. Oh yeah. He loves. I'm sure he loves the Doors. I know a lot of people that love the Doors. I was never as huge a fan of The Doors as a, a number of other acts, I must be honest, but there were some great songs they did. Uh, I got into The Doors, I think, because Status Quo 
um, <laughs> that's status quo, the good old quo, recorded on their fir- first Vertigo album anyway, their first sort of big change rock music album, um, heavy rock music album. They covered Roadhouse Blues. That was the last track on their Pile Driver album. So that, that's where I got, for, that's where I got, you look back then, you think of Doors. It says, yeah, written by Doors. That's all this. I think it's always said Doors. Funny enough, I think Roadhouse Blues is the first song that got me into the Doors too. It was. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. It's it's a good song. Um, I, so many so many bands have produced some great songs, so I don't necessarily like all of them. I mean, I, I love my like like my like my fire. I mean, it's a bit of you know a bit boring to say that one because that was probably their biggest hit. I'm mm. fairly right in saying no. Uh, in fact, I believe it went to number one on this day. Look at nine- that. In 1967, was it? Yeah. Uh, in the US. Um, okay, from Jim Morrison, maybe from the sublime to the ridiculous here, I don't know. Um, knowing your views, I don't know. I know I know Nick's view, certainly, is Axel Rose. Yeah, so brought him up a little bit earlier, talking about guns. That's uh, true, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be made true. Flash. About uh, Slash, yeah, yeah. He's on my list. Uh, in my my, he's not in your six. Was he in your six? He was on my list of the possibles. Uh, oh, the possibles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my whole thing was number one. You could argue Slash was the the front man of it. Number two, if we're going with the argument that you can't replace the front man and have the same band, Miles Kennedy did a phenomenal job at the Rock Hall, and I will take Miles Kennedy over Axl Rose now any day of the week. Yeah, yeah. I remember you've mentioned that one before. But I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. It, um, but no, you can't you, discredit Axel for everything he's done with guns. No. Great. I think Nick actually did provide a little bit of uh, a little bit of a summary. First four words: bit of a twat. <laughs> That's an understatement. Um, <laughs> um, blah, 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 blah. Would often berate audiences into fights. Yep. Came on stage ridiculously late, like a petulant child. But Guns N' Roses were massive. Good singer when he wanted to be. I know that he went to see, uh, I think it was ACDC. I think he said it before. And um, this is Nick, not Axl Rose. Um, but Axl Rose was singing yeah, with he, ACDC. He's taken over for, yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, uh, Nick, although he doesn't, he's not a fan. It has to be said. Bit of a twat, I think, was a sign was a sign for that. Um, he he did say he was he was very good. I mean, he didn't, you know, he let Angus take the, the front of the stage all the time. He wasn't getting in the way, and his his voice was brilliant on the night. So he claims. I'm uh, I'm completely with Nick on this one. Um, He's, he's kind of a douche, kind of a twat, as he would yeah, say. Yeah, as you say. Uh, yeah, and yeah. it seems like anytime Axl Rose is brought up, that seems to be the general consensus. However, here we all are talking about Axl Rose, so he's well, got to make the list, He's got to make the list. Whether or not like the Bono he, effect, except I didn't want to punch him as much. Whether you'd want him in at number seven is, is another <laughs> matter. But, I mean, uh, a lot I, of I the, think top ten is fits, justified for him. He fits, yeah. he fits the, uh, the criteria, I think. Yeah. Uh, one that you did mention earlier on, uh, Frontman, band name the same, is Vincent Fernier. Oh, nice. He made the top? 
Alice Cooper, number six. Nice, nice, nice. nice Vincent nice, Damon nice. Fernier. One of what your a man. Favorites. One of your favourites. It's um, not even Friday and we're talking about oh, Alice. No, oh, you can do that tomorrow. <laughs> uh, um, you know all about Alice Cooper, but again, Nick's here. This is what he'd want to say, I'm sure. Had an outrageous stage show. Uh, a, a python draped over his shoulders when he's singing live. Yeah, that's not weird, is it? Really? No, no, that's 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 the norm, man. Tons of makeup. Uh, got his head guillotined as part of the show. That sounds like him. Yeah, sure. Probably only worked once though, didn't it? I would have thought. <laughs> I, I would you can't guess. go expecting that every time. Yeah. Highly original. Uh, still a big following even today. Um, I know Flashback Friday is a big fan. Um, Never heard of it. No. Uh, and controversial when he first appeared. Yeah, for sure. I think that goes without saying. Uh, and he went on to say alcoholism and uh, heroin nearly cost him his life. So, you know, he's, he's still with us. And he managed to stay at number six, which takes us to the top five. Drum roll. Number five is uh, the man from Birmingham. We've got Ozzy in there. All right. Yeah, no, you can't argue with it. Can't argue with that. I mean, he bites the heads off bats. What more can you fucking do as a front man, right? No, you can't. Again, <laughs> uh, he, he then fronted Sabbath, of course, but then with uh, Blizzard of Oz. Yeah. Of course, and the Osborne's TV show. Uh, mad mess of a character, but larger than life. Mm-hmm. Front man got wilder, wilder as his career went on. Uh, bit the head off something on stage. Is that the rat? Oh, I get confused whether that's him or Alice Cooper that does that. What did that? Does he bite the head off something? Ozzy bites the head off bats. Yeah, it, it bats. Yes, bats. bats not rats. Something about a dove. Oh, it's close. It rhymed. It's not a rat. <laughs> it's a bat. Okay. He actually started COVID. <laughs> he probably did. Probably did. Um, very unpredictable, but everyone loved Ozzy. That's what he says. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving swiftly to number four, Mister Stephen Tyler. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. I'm. I'm glad he's top five at least. That's awesome. Uh, like I said, first name that came in my head. We talked about frontman. He is the quintessential off the wall, just doing his own thing, entertaining the crowd. He's mm. the sex icon of the '80s. He's. He is Stephen Tyler. You can't. Mirror him to anyone else. No. no I mean, he has a pet sloth, so. Pet sloth. I yeah. was, I went, I mean, I was, when I was working in London, we went on this, one of these little, uh, uh, account, not counselling, but like courses on uh, teamwork and stuff. And in my group, ran a table, everyone in the group had to name what everyone else around your table in your group, an animal that reminded you of them right i was sloth <laughs> i think that's a bit rude to be perfectly honest but, <laughs> but at least you'd be good friends with steven tyler my wife sarah agreed you know i just sit around <laughs> most of the time so uh okay um steven tyler enough we said we mentioned steven tyler earlier on anyway and i'm we are going to see him next year i think it's june 2022 at the uh, o2 so, again, it's a band I haven't seen before. Uh, number three, everyone's mentioned him. Cindy mentioned him. 
Graham, I think, mentioned him. You mentioned him. And now we've mentioned him. It's Robert Plant. Three. Okay. Okay. I was definitely expecting. You were thinking uh, at one. I was I was thinking top two. I, I got one other guy that I, I'm almost certain is up there. We've already talked about. He's in my list. But I'm yeah. very curious to see who number two is. Interesting. Okay. Well, Robert Plant, yeah. I mean, he's... His voice uh, uh, on the certainly on the on the on the album, the studio albums. I mean, that wasn't as classic when he. Oh, he's done a few solo stuff as well, actually, isn't he? Yeah. Robert Plant with um, was it Alison Krauss? He did an album with. Yes. Yes. Little country bluegrassy sort of thing, yeah. isn't it? And then of Which course the duo stuff with Plant and Played, or yeah, Plant and Page. Plant, plant, plant or Plant, as you would call yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Robert Plant. Sorry, it's Robert Plant. Is it Robert Plant. <laughs> Uh, we're, I'm a plant. I'm a plant. Mind you, my wife would say plant. I'm sure Robert Plant. Robert, Robert Plant. I think she would. It's a northern, southern thing here. I think you, you, in in up north, up up north, you 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 know you're a bit shorter with the syllables and the vowels up there. So we have grass, but my wife would have grass. <laughs> um, okay, you're desperate to know what number. Two. Yeah, uh, we would. I'm in an iron about two and one um, because one of them, number two, has been around for absolutely donkey's years, still going, probably started in around 1962, 63 time, still the front man. And, and one of those that you would think, yeah, if he left, that's an interesting question. I'll ask this when I've said the name. And the name is Sir... Mick Jagger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But he could have been one quite easily for us. As, as, as I said, you know, he's been around for ages. But an interesting point for you here, you can give us an idea. If, if heaven forbid, Mick Jagger, shall we say, was no longer available, mm-hmm. who could you imagine taking over? Liam Gallagher. Since- Singing for Rolling Stones, <laughs> but he wants a band. He wants a band, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he's fell right in. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's a good point. Though there is there is no. I mean, I guess you could say that with all the. I almost certain I know who one is. We've already mentioned him, but yeah. uh, for for any of the top three and even top five, I can say you can't replace that lead singer, and that's what makes it such a a front man out of the singer. Um, hmm. Would have been would have been three for me. I would have put plant above him or plant yeah, yeah. above him. Plant, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, right. definitely an argument to be made. It's plant and status quo, yeah. <laughs> Not status quo or status quo, as you might call it. Um so yeah, Jagger is in at number two. I mean, to be fair, he's been around for Yeah. And you know, you can't argue they're one of the great rock and roll bands of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was obviously more a fan than I, than I was the Stones. I'm not mentioning their name again. And I, it wasn't Jeff Stritch I was talking about there. It was <laughs> the beat. It too. was the beat. He's, he's at number, yeah, he's at number three. <laughs> no, actually, no, he's at 26. He's, you know, he, he, um, he's under Michael Stripe. That, oh. doesn't sound, that doesn't sound too good, does it? But yeah, you know what I mean? I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, number one. You know it. Tell me who we've picked. Frederick Mercury. Frederick, yeah, Freddie Mercury, Freddie yeah. Bolsara. Um, strange, though, because um, 
we said, I asked one of the character, one of the criteria I mentioned was that you couldn't replace him. And yes, yet, I'm glad you're bringing this up. Okay, and yet you know Paul Rogers came in, uh, and then and now Adam Lambert is performing. But my argument with Nick on this was that I don't see that this is Queen. With Adam, I don't see it as Queen. I don't see it as a Queen at all. I I see it as almost a tribute band. Mm-hmm where someone is just playing the role of Freddie Mercury and Adam Lambert plays it superbly, to be fair, and he's got a great voice. And he's as, if it's possible to be as flamboyant as Freddie Mercury, he is pretty flamboyant, is Adam Lambert. Yeah, um, yeah. so I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Queen, obviously, on my list, uh, Freddie yeah, Mercury. He, he was there. You, can't, you can't talk about front without talking Freddie Mercury, and that's why he was at one. Um, but... While I was thinking about this, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm glad we both came into this with the, the criteria, well, you can't replace them. It's not the same band minus the frontman of it. And I'm like, well, that's true. There is only one Freddie Mercury, and it's it's not the same by any means, but it's damn near the closest you're going to get with Adam Lambert. He does a hell of a oh, job, and I, I'd go to see him any day of the week. Um, a lot of people talk about, uh, like we talked about Bon Scott and Brian Johnson, Brian Johnson being the perfect replacement for Bon Scott to yep. carry on that sound. I think it's the same story, even not more so with Adam Lambert. Um, mm-hmm. th- there is no other replacement that would have even, it would have been an insult uh, had it not been Adam Lambert, but he does it so well. Um, to that vein, not yeah. to take anything away from Freddie Mercury, because obviously he's a, he's a lyrical genius. He's a musical genius. Yeah. Uh, and th- there'll never be another Freddie Mercury. I still would have put uh, Plant at number one, Freddie I Mercury bet, number I two. Freddie Mercury. Okay. Yeah. And then Mick at three. I, I can accept. I can accept that. You know, uh, everyone's entitled to their opinions. And, and you know, it'd be a pretty boring world if, if everyone thought exactly the same. But we're, we're on the right track there. We got, yeah. I don't think you've made, yeah, even Rod Stewart, I think you agreed. In fact, they had a star by it. A star yeah, for style. style. A star stamp for style. The star stamp of approval. Um, so, yeah, so we, we were all right with all those 10. But Freddie Mercury, yeah, he just had everything. He was just such a showman. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great songwriter. Again, I know he did play the, the piano, um, but he, I, you generally think of Freddie Mercury as just with the microphone and, yeah. the, and, the, and the, you know, the crowd and, uh, and what have you. Luckily saw... I uh, saw them uh, in, um, well, I didn't go to Live Aid, um, but that they stole the show at Live Aid at Wembley yeah. in, in 85. You two did a pretty damn fine job as well, to be to be fair, but Queen definitely, that the, they stole the show. Um, it was the following year, I think, I went to see, uh, it was on the A Kind of Magic tour, which uh, is a song that I know Nick hates, A Kind of Magic, when he hears it come on, he'll... He can't believe he can't believe how Queen changed from the early Queen. I know you're a big Queen early I, fan. I'm in not. the same boat. Yeah, I'm yeah, a the, the real rock, the rock. You know, really rock. Yeah. I really kicked ass. Tie indeed. your mother down, get down, make love. That's Queen right there. Yeah, indeed, yeah. Keep yourself alive. Was that, that was that era too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Seven Seas of Rye, Killer Queen. Yeah, I don't, don't want to hear all that bicycle bullshit. <laughs> yeah, bicycle race and fat bottom girls. Um, but then when you got into the 80s, and this is another topic, but, you know, in my opinion, a lot of artists just focus on the production of stuff yeah. and, and you know, the drum machines and stuff. And, it, and Queen were like that, really. I mean, even, 
dare I say, even the quo went a bit off in the 80s. Um, but for me, um, maybe they've been off the whole time for a lot of people. But I thought, but Queen, yeah, I mean, another one that he hates is Radio Gaga. Uh, he can't believe the difference. You know, if you listen to Seven Seas of Rye or whatever, and then you hear, you know, Radio yeah, yeah. Gaga. But, you know, they're not bad songs. No. They're just not, you know, they're not as good. Uh, and that's a subjective term, I know. Um, not as rocky, shall we say, then, as, as the earlier stuff, and that's our preference. So, I will say, now that we've gone through the list, I didn't expect him to be on it, and it goes back. We, I thought about it when we first started talking, when, back when we were down at 30. Uh, you talked about how my favorite band, the Beatles. Uh, oh, yeah. Any of them could have made the list, but you know more as the Beatles. You're looking for the Beatles. You're not looking for a uh, front man from the Beatles. Uh, same could be said because it's it's so much of a, a under underrated band, I want to say, or underrated frontman for that. Uh, Eric Burden and the Animals. Yeah, Eric Burden. Yeah, but it, it's one of those. Uh, if if you were to, I mean, you know Eric Burden. I know Eric Burden. And right. If people either know know Eric Burden, but if you asked that, you know, any uh, what do you call them? Uh, Joe? Is it something on the street? What's the expression? Um, you ask anybody on the street. It's not necessarily. They might like a bit of music, but they won't necessarily know music. Right. Yeah. Would they have heard of Eric Burden? Exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's uh, maybe that's your point. He's underrated. Yeah. He's underrated, yeah. Another Geordie, like Brian Johnson, in fact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alan Price was, was good in The Animals as well. He was uh, an underrated keyboardist as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, House of Rising Sun, his keyboard made the song as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I know it wasn't their song. but um, Right, so there we go. He made it their song. A whole, yes, indeed, yeah. We've been through the whole list. And uh, we're still breathing, so that's fine. And it's not even anywhere near midnight here yet, which you know, which is promising for us. Um, so I think I better wrap it wrap it up. Um, but it's been great, interesting debate actually on all these. Uh, a lot of overlapping between us, which is also good. Um, but thanks, Style, for uh, stepping into Slim Nick's shoes. Yeah. Um, this is your time to plug whatever you want to plug. Plug something. Oh, I'll, I'll plug everything and anything. Uh, thanks uh, for having I, me. On, I've heard, I've heard this. <laughs> it's always a pleasure. Um, it, it seems uh, I was funny walking to the studio today. It seems to be going around this week. The co-hosts go missing. Shane was gone for my show this week. We had Sean B. Yeah. for him, and now uh, unfortunately Slim Nick couldn't make the show, so I got to finally be on because it was moved go back to Thursday. So. Mm. I look forward to in the future, hopefully, if you'll have me back, coming on with both you guys and shooting the shit about some music. But you can always catch me uh, every week. StylesRobertio.com is all my shows there. The Rebel Radio Show is live, uncut, and uncensored every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern time on CBW Radio. The Rebel, Ra- uh, the Rebel Radio Show goes into a podcast every Wednesday. That's the Rebel Podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Pandora, Google, all those good places. StylesRobertio.com will get you to all the live shows and events I do there. Excellent. Yes. Uh, it's, life is good. Um, well, it could be worse anyway. I've heard. Uh, you've heard that, yeah. Um, well, thanks again. This this podcast um, will be this is episode 16. Can you believe we've had 
uh, so many of these episodes now. Um, it will be available on Anchor, Google Podcasts, like you mentioned, all of them, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, Anchor, did I say Anchor, Spotify, and of course it's on the Facebook page, the Off The Record Facebook page, and as Nick would say, of course, also the BBC. He always, he always says that, just to make him feel at home. Um, also, you'll find us on the um, cbwproductioncompany.com website, along with all the other great CBW podcasts, including uh, Strictly Stitching Time, Mikes and Men, uh, not of Mikes and Men, but Mikes and Men, and Sito's uh, Cornhole Corner. And, of course, as style mentioned the star really, that's, that's not on the pop that's not on the website is it no it's not is it on the not website yet. too not yet uh, yeah Stay coming tuned. soon keep watching Come, coming coming soon, soon to a, a cbwproductionscompany.com near you as well oh. as real quick let me let me throw it in here yeah uh we talked about frontmen let's talk about the greatest uh un- and undeniably the top frontman of all time yours truly uh oh. check out legit lithium on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube because there might be some projects coming soon to that as well. Ooh. I, but, yeah, sorry, no one's watching. We're all right. We're okay. Or no, <laughs> uh, no one's listening. <laughs> Lithium, yeah, Styles Band Lithium. So you're, what, you're back together again? Uh, someone's coming to town here relatively soon, so we oh, might right, have okay. an opportunity to uh, create some content, as they say. Okay. <laughs> take content. that. Take that as you will. <laughs> Artistic differences have been resolved <laughs> in the bands. Um, but yeah, I suppose we'd better end it. We've had uh, enough time. Um, as John Lennon once said, I think I think, think I'd better get out of here now and be sick. Um, it's a, And I would say, this is something we always end with. I don't know whether you, you probably want to say, I'll feed you with the line. Um, so that Shaggy knows we've finished. I would say, thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks to Shaggy. It's good night from me. Now this is what you say, and it's good night from him. Good night from him. Oh no. Thank you very much. <laughs> See you soon. Thank you, man. <laughs>